0: What is your favourite season. Do you love the autumn when all the leaves and the trees turn so many shades of gold and orange? Or maybe, like me, you prefer the spring when new blades of grass and fresh green leaves begin to sprout and bloom. Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pally. Welcome to Journey with Story. Today's tale is an ancient Greek myth that explains how the seasons came to be in the first place. As always, a huge big thanks to all of you loyal listeners who continue to send me your wonderful drawings and little notes of appreciation. And a particular thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers who are enjoying such perks as the colouring sheets and the stickers and the personalised notes and even some birthday shout-outs. Let's take a journey with Demeter and Persephone. In ancient Greece, Demeter, a sister of Zeus, who was king of all the gods, was the goddess of the harvest so it was she who made sure the crops grew well and the people always had enough to eat. All the humans loved Demeter because she watched over the earth, sending sun and rain and everything they needed to reap rich harvests. Demeter had one child, a daughter called Persephone, and like her mother, Persephone was kind and caring with a happy nature and the sweetest smile. Everywhere she went, she spread grace and goodness and light. All the humans loved her, but no one loved her more than her mother. Demeter liked nothing more than to spend hours in the company of her delightful daughter, chatting and laughing, watching her grow into a radiant young woman who enchanted all she met. So, you can imagine how heartbroken Demeter was when one day her beloved daughter disappeared. Here is how it happened. One day Persephone was wandering with some of her nymph friends through the meadows gathering flowers for her mother. As she walked along picking fragrant blooms she suddenly caught a particularly sweet scent wafting in the gentle breeze. "'I must have this for my mother,' Persephone thought, and she began to follow the sweet scent. She wandered far, far away from her friends until at last she found the source of this perfume. It was the flower called the Narcissus. She bent down low to bask in its beautiful perfume. Now, unbeknown to Persephone, Hades, mighty ruler of the underworld, had spied her on one of his trips to the world above. He was dazzled by her beauty, her elegance and her charm, and he decided that he must have her as his wife. Knowing that Demeter would never agree to her daughter living with him in his gloomy world of the dead, he decided to visit his brother Zeus to discuss the matter with him. Surprisingly, the great god Zeus agreed to Hades' plan to steal Persephone away from her mother and bring her to the underworld. So, as Persephone was delighting in the beauty of the Narcissus, she suddenly noticed that the sky had turned grey and dark. Darker and darker it grew until it was almost black. Black. She heard a deep rumble that seemed to shake the very earth she stood upon, and then a crack appeared, and Persephone trembled with fear as she watched a great chasm open up before her with a deafening boom, hiss of steam and clouds and billowing smoke. The god Hades appeared, driving his horse-drawn chariot of black and gold. Persephone froze. Her eyes grew round with terror and the freshly-picked flowers spilled from her fingers. Hades leant from the chariot, scooped her up and turned his horse's back towards the opening. Persephone screamed, Mother, mother, help me! As down, down, deep down into the widening crack in the earth, the chariot plunged. Cavernous rocks split apart. To make way. It was a world of sparse light, all black and grey. Hades had led a sad and lonely life in the depths below. But now he felt light and happy and more alive than ever in the company of this beautiful Persephone. He begged her to stay and be his bride and help him rule the underworld. But Persephone could not bear to be in such a dark and horrible place. She cried and cried until she had no more tears left to weep. She refused all offers of food, for she had heard the legend that those who eat in the underworld can never return. So she determined not to let a morsel of food pass her lips. Each day Hades would visit the splendid chamber he had prepared for Persephone, bringing dainty morsels to tempt her and declaring his love for her. But each day she turned him away, refusing to listen. But after some time passed, Persephone began to look around her and could not help but admire the tasteful decorations the soft, silky furnishings, and all the sparkling, bejeweled surfaces. One day, when Hades entered her room, she looked at his dark, strong face and saw the sadness there, mixed with love, and she felt a strange stirring in her heart, as if if maybe she could find it in herself to care about this Hades. Hades stretched out his hand and Persephone cautiously put her hand in his. Come, my love, let me show you my domain. Come and see the world to which you bring such light and of which you can be my queen if only you will marry me. Meanwhile on earth, Demeter was beside herself with grief Her daughter had not returned, and no trace of her was found apart from a few wilting flowers. Demeter roamed the countryside, searching and seeking far and wide. At first she was angry that anyone could have taken her beautiful daughter, but soon her fury turned to sadness and despair, and as a consequence the earth was sad along with her. The crops did not thrive, the land became barren, and sorrow began to creep over the earth like a thick fog. Oh, who will help me find my daughter? wailed Demeter, with her arms lifted towards the sky. It was at that moment that Helios, god of the sun, took pity on poor Demeter, and told her the truth, for he had seen clearly what had happened whilst on his daily journey across the sky. Hades has stolen your daughter and taken her down to his dark realm to be his bride, he explained. What? He has dared such a wicked act under the nose of the great Zeus? Demeter shrieked. Helios gulped. Fear, Demeter, I only tell you what I know. I am sorry to be the one, but... Zeus himself agreed to the union. At that, Demeter's fury knew no bounds. She strode to the foot of Olympus and called upon Zeus and all the gods to hear her oath. Never again shall I set foot on Olympus, and never again shall I let the ground be fruitful and yield its crops, until I once again behold my beloved daughter whom you have conspired to steal from me Zeus watching from on high and listening to his sister's words became worried by how events were turning out if the crops fail the people will be hungry he thought to himself and they will blame me and then who will worship me he knew he had to do something Hermes exclaimed Zeus. I shall send my messenger. He will sort this matter and make things well again as he always does. Indeed, Hermes was good at his job and agreed to start on his journey to the underworld immediately and to bring Persephone back. But meanwhile, down below in the underworld... Persephone allowed Hades to take her by her hand every day and show her his kingdom, and even although she still missed her mother more than ever, Persephone began to enjoy the company of this powerful, adoring god, and even to like the idea of becoming queen of the underworld. So, when Hermes arrived, he saw Persephone and Hades sitting together on a sumptuous couch. Hades was holding a pomegranate in his hand. Persephone, my love, I am so worried that you will fade away if you do not eat. Look at the sweet fruit. Taste just a little, for pity's sake. Looking deep into his eyes, the girl carefully reached out her hand. And took the luscious fruit to her lips. Deliberately, she swallowed a few seeds just six. <gasps> no, Hermes thought. I'm too late. For now that she has eaten off this fruit in the underworld, how can I ever bring her back to her mother? If he was going to obey Zeus's command, he was going to have to use all his negotiating skills to strike a deal with a powerful ruler. But that was what Hermes was good at, and so he began. Great Hades, he said moving forward in the dim light. At once Hades knew why Hermes was here, and he knew that he would have no choice but to part with his beloved Persephone. But now that she had eaten of her own free will, he also knew she would have to return to him. She has eaten six seeds, said Hermes. So allow her to visit her mother for six months each year. Very well agreed Hades as long as she can then return to me for the following six months to rule with me as my queen so Hades and Hermes struck their bargain and from that time on every spring Demeter makes sure the mountains and meadows overflow with bright blossoms and fragrant buds to welcome home her darling daughter Persephone. And every autumn Demeter weeps. The leaves fall from the trees, the crops wither and die as her beloved daughter Persephone returns willingly to her husband Hades and rules with him as queen of the underworld until the spring when the cycle starts again and new life blooms and Persephone returns to the earth. I wonder, does this story remind you of any other story about a girl being taken away from her home to live in another place with some stranger? Yes, there are a few stories like that, One recent one from this podcast was Beauty and the Beast. Remember how Beauty went away to save her father and live with the beast, who turned out to be a handsome prince? That's the wonderful thing about stories. You can take bits and bobs from one story or myth and just weave it into another story of your own to make a whole new story. You can try that yourself sometime the next time you have to write a story. Well, thanks again to all our Patreon subscribers and to all of you who have been sending me your wonderful drawings and pictures and setting up ratings and reviews for our podcast. Cheerio then. Join me next time for Journey with Story.